0: I well, I love when it says, you are alive. This is real life. We're here to share real experiences Indeed. that
1: bring out the humor and the motivations of the regular day-to-day, day-to-day, day. day-to-day life. You're tuned into to Makeshift Motivation.
0: Fill your cup with us on Facebook Live every Monday. Here are your hosts, Tammy Wussel Hubbard and Ashley Valdez, And Das Hu. Hello, my love. How are you? Kim I am fantastic. <laughs> How are you? I feel like it's been a hundred years since we've done this, and it's really only been two weeks, but it's like it feels like it's been a long time. Yep. We're back, mm. you know. For the first time in forever. Just kidding. <laughs> That's my girl singing and dancing and having a party over there. <laughs> so how has your week been so far? It's Monday afternoon. So far, so good, right? It's been like a <laughs> whole
1: week in like
0: five hours. All in like five hours, yeah. Well, this is real life. Isn't that mm-hmm. what they say? Mm-hmm. Speaking of real life, I have a really cute story I wanted to share with everybody We're going to drop a a little
1: Here, hold on, boom, because I got a
0: Boom Makeshift news Makeshift (laughs) news is a thing we're doing, we're doing it So it's like news Only not really (laughs) (laughs) It's just something We found hilarious That we wanted to share with you guys And the the title of this article is Massachusetts man plants Christmas trees in potholes. Mm So a Massachusetts man fed up with local potholes decided to take matters into his own hands by planting Christmas trees in the the holes (laughs) on busy roads. Uh, Kevin Martin said his plan began uh, on Saturday night when he was on his way to pick up dinner in North Attleboro, mass when he hit a series of potholes on route one and ended up with all four of his tires flattened. No, now I have to tell you (sighs) what happened to me. Christmas trees would not be the first thing on my little mind. (laughs) I would be mad, like really mad. So, he said he had complained to the town about this before and no action was taken. Obviously he says, I needed to make sure that it got fixed one way or another. I know that I'm not the only person who's gotten flat tires in that area. Martin said he went to home Depot and bought some planting soil. He even put soil. He didn't just throw the trees in there. He really wanted the trees to stay. So he went and bought some soil, some small christmas trees and he planted the trees in his pot in the potholes on his way to work on monday morning
1: you know (laughs) not all heroes wear capes i mean
0: i'm (laughs) telling you i love this guy okay i love this guy he said he wanted to force officials into taking action to fill the potholes his gambit appears to have worked the trees were removed and the potholes were filled monday afternoon congratulations congratulations mr martin you filled the potholes I just found that hilarious because I would never think to do something like that. Fill the pot no, with Christmas trees.
1: Who does I feel that? like, yeah, four flat tires would have come with some four letter words from Ooh, girl, you a don't few know. of us.
0: <laughs> I'm so mad. I would, well, you know, when the temper comes, right? Mm-hmm. And that's your makeshift news. Hey! <laughs> that's it. So it's kind of like news, but not really. Not really. <laughs> so, I want to move on from mm-hmm. makeshift news to makeshift motivation. Yes. We are super excited today because we have got a special guest with us today. Yeah. Who is I have to tell you this when Ashley and I first started our podcast, he reached out to help us in a big way and really gave us some fantastic advice when we were getting started. Um, I have my little microphone all because he told me which one to get. <laughs> so, he's really fantastic. He's a marketing guy who has got it all together. I actually had a consultation with him this morning and was fantastic. Um, so without further ado, Ashley, let's bring Jonathan Collier onto the screen with us. Welcome What's up,
2: guys. You timed yeah. it perfectly because I was just taking a sip of my drink. And I didn't want to have like the unflattering intro. So <laughs> oh,
0: perfect. And speaking of drinks, um, a little birdie told me that you really like coffee.
2: Oh, I am. I have been labeled a coffee snob. So if I could take you with me into my kitchen, my wife and I have a coffee bar set up. And so oh, we like, we grind thanks. the beans. We mix the different beans together play with the roast. We're like all French press pour over. We have the Keurig, but we put it away a while ago. So Mm. I love my coffee. I just got back from Colorado. I was on a workshop there last weekend. Coffee culture in Colorado is legit. Mm
0: -hmm. And
2: so, uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of the coffee.
0: Well, you'll have to send us your address because Ashley happens to work for or work as a representative for a company called It Works. And coffee is kind of their jam. What? So She's I'll have old. to have her send what? you. Bruh. I'll have- <laughs>
2: when, when when you get the, the equivocal bruh, you know it's good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: that's, that's, good. When you know. <laughs> that's when you know. That's when you know. There are a few things that get that result from me, and it's usually really good tacos and coffee. Tacos. No, who doesn't
0: yeah. love tacos? I mean, come on.
2: That's how I figure out who can be friends with me. If you don't like tacos, we can't be friends.
0: <laughs> I'm glad I like if coffee. You saw me
1: before I started drinking the coffee, before I hopped on with everyone. Only Tammy usually sees the transition from I hate everyone to, oh, my God, this is the best podcast ever. <laughs>
2: coffee. I like your coffee mug. It seems like it's kind of large.
1: Isn't it just, yeah, like 20 ounces large? <laughs> I
2: have one. I have one that I've used. I've actually never used it on a live video again. I was in this writing cohort uh, a couple of years ago and I pulled this coffee mug out and it's a big one, but I took a sip of it and they took a screen grab of Zoom as I was sipping of it and it covered my whole face.
0: I <laughs> love it. And That's
2: so hilarious. it Wait. it looks like a bucket yeah. of coffee.
0: About Yep. Just about there. That's so. That would do for Ashley. A bucket of coffee would work, right? Yeah. I would love that. I would love that a lot.
2: Yeah. So, so, so are you like a all day coffee or are you like one cup a day, two cups a day? I see it's three in the afternoon. You still have coffee. So I'm assuming it's a,
1: see, okay. There's different kinds of coffee. There's like a coffee specifically for my morning and then a coffee. If like, I need it for my midday snack, which is what this is right now.
2: I've never put coffee and midday snack in the same sentence. That's pretty impressive.
1: Hey, I, you know, <laughs> skills, you you just, I've been at it for a while.
0: Right.
2: I have, I have work to do then.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Apparently. Get, Get on my level. You thought you were a coffee person. Oh
2: yeah. I am, I'm glad to be here and not to back up to the news thing, but I love the, uh, the pothole story. I think I yeah. want to say it was real too. There was, there was several years ago, like Domino's Pizza put a marketing uh, campaign out where they went into neighborhoods and they paid for pothole repair. Yes,
0: That's yes, awesome. I saw yeah. that. Actually, yeah. that was recently, maybe last year. Even. Yeah,
2: like yeah. they had complaints where people would were complaining about their pizzas getting destroyed from the cars the getting potholes.
1: Yep. Yeah. I totally do remember that. Yeah. And I think okay. it was you, Tammy, that told me yeah. that story. That was genius. So, so yes. they
2: had someone in their marketing campaign who is now partly my hero who was like, Hey, this yeah. is totally unrelated, but if we want to meet customer service needs and increase our brand awareness, let's fix potholes.
0: Yeah. And here we are a year and a half, two years later, still talking about it. So. Exactly.
2: <laughs> There's good marketing and bad marketing. That is a case of good marketing. There you
0: go. There you go. So in addition to, Hey, Jessica, Jessica just jumped on with us. In addition to, um, telling us how great our story was. You also are the co-founder of High Touch Marketing. Mm-hmm. You also work with a nonprofit ministry. No, Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. That's the <gasps> podcast you have. coming. I
2: produce. Yeah, I'm I...
0: reading all of the words all at the same time. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs>
2: yep. And I Live work. Us. Yeah, so I produce the right side Up leadership podcast, which is part mm-hmm. of the, uh, the leadership consulting firm coaching firm that I work with, uh, Stay Forth Designs.
0: Okay, love that's that. where I was trying to get to mm-hmm. with Stay Forth mm-hmm. Designs. Design. Okay. Yep.
2: Yeah, we are not a design company like you would think we help uh, overwhelm leaders, bypass burnout, and pursue health so that they can continue to reach more impact in their various spaces.
1: I love that a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel so- like burnout is too real.
2: Burnout is real. And it's not something that a weekend off will fix. N- no, at
0: all.
1: So what yeah. is off?
0: Mm-hmm. I, yeah, what is- exactly. What is off? Yeah. <laughs> we don't have so- love switches. So we're not. Yeah, really so sure We what have a office.
2: I am the creative producer there. I largely live behind the scenes, produce the podcast, anything that you see on social media there. I create and craft um, firmly believe in what we do. I actually came through the coaching process four years ago um, and found my way on the team. And we have a great team of coaches and network coaches that are all over the country helping leaders get healthy so they can reach more impact.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. So y'all do a lot. Holy cow. He does a lot. (laughs) He does a lot. Yeah, all of
2: the things.
0: He yeah. we were just discussing it before we came on that, mm-hmm. that Jonathan is probably one of the few people who does more than we do. He's like everywhere. Well,
2: well, I would say this: you can do a lot. I would say you can do it a lot, and you can do it healthily and sustainably if it's underneath of what you're overall, what you're passionate about.
1: Mm, that makes a lot of sense. And so,
2: with me, everything that I do is in the same lane. And yeah. so I can do different things and it's easy to shift, you know, I'm not going from like skydiving to scuba diving. Like I'm either living gotcha. out of the water or in the water. And so there's different things there, but my passion for why my why is what's anchored in all of those things.
1: Mm. Talk, wow. about it. Talk about your why that's such a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Now you're big on uh, on the story being important. I do. I'm right there with you. I do. Yeah. I think
2: everybody has a story. Uh, yes. Your story is powerful. And yes. when you, whether it's for personal growth, for spiritual growth, knowing what your story is part of, when a business tells their story and you can connect your story with the hearts of your target audience, that's when you will grow. Oh, my Lord. I believe exactly what Simon Sinek says, that people will connect with your why and not your what. If you neglect to c- communicate your why to people and just tell them what you do, they don't care what you do. They want to know why you do it and how you can help them.
1: Yeah. They, they say, uh, facts tell, stories sell. So.
2: Not saying that what you do connect. is not important, but don't right. put the cart before the horse. And a lot of people put the cart before the horse.
1: This is the best already.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. <Okay>. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> this well, is my craziness because I feel a little bit lost already. Okay, so we that started with our podcast. Through Jonathan's help, we also, y'all know how much we love, love, love this book, Atomic Habits. And Jonathan was actually the one who suggested that we read this book. And it is fabulous beyond words. So we highly recommend it to anybody out there who is looking for a way to change your life by making little tiny changes at a time, you don't have to change everything all at once. You don't have to wake right. up and be a completely different person. You can make little tiny changes. So um, thank you for that because- No, you you're welcome. That. It was a what, I,
2: what I love about that book in particular, and to anyone watching, I have always been skeptical about anything that comes off as self-help or life hacks or anything like that. And what I loved about Atomic Habits when it was recommended to me, was that he teaches you not only just to do more things, but also walks you through unlearning bad habits. So simultaneously unlearning bad habits while implementing good habits in a way that's sustainable. And really it affirmed a lot of things that I was doing. So I started last year um, really unhealthy and came into New Year's Eve of last year, like 65 pounds heavier than I am right now and realizing that I had neglected my physical health in the last three years I had really poured into my leadership and my emotional health and my spiritual health. But I realized that I wasn't going to build a steward. All that was given towards me this year, if I continue to neglect the only body I've got. And so for me making little changes to my physical health became an anchor habit or a keystone habit. And it wasn't until I read that book where it all made sense. I was already doing some of the stuff, but I didn't realize it. And then once I read what James Clear had to say, it was like, aha, this makes sense to me. So that became one of my annual reads. I listened to it, bought it, and I literally highlighted the entire book. Um, So when I read it next year, I'll have to get have to buy a new copy. But if you're watching this right now, and you want to make one small change, even if you're not a reader, go download the audio version and listen to it. He narrates it. And it's quite funny.
0: Yes, it's well, I've not listened to it. But I have read almost the entire book. Mm -hmm. And it's fabulous. And it really speaks to you and it, and it's simple to read. It's not complicated Mm -hmm. and you know, Oh, making changes and changing bad habits is too much. It's too hard. No, it's not. It's super easy. And you just don't even realize how easy it really is, you know? So, okay. So, Next. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm, I'm like, okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> he, he does a lot. He does a lot. Does One a lot. of us. One of us. So, Talk to us, Jonathan. Um, you're in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And you serve on a team planting story church. I am. Local church set out to care for local military community. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that because you know we love the military.
2: Yeah. So that, that was... Uh... That was really interesting. So part of my story um, is that I, I tried to go in the military when I was coming out of high school, um, would have graduated a year and a half after September 11th. And so all of my friends like put their plans aside and we're going to go in the military and the government was throwing away tons of money for people to go in, test it off the charts, had it all laid out, did the delayed entrance program right before going in. I hurt myself and they wouldn't take me. Um, and that was a big struggle for me for really up until about a year and a half ago. Um, I had, you know, really wrestled with it. It was hard. I had friends that died. There's a lot of bridges in my hometown that are named after people that I knew that went the military and came home or didn't come home. Um, and it wasn't until the previous church that my wife and I were attending up in Richmond. I was on leadership there. The pastor announced he was leaving he's like, hey, I'm leaving to go do this. Like, God's called me to go do this. And he was former Navy. And he was like, I want uh, – I think you're supposed to come with me. And I'm like, I don't know. And then people started saying, like, why are you not, like, church planning? You hang out with a bunch of church planners and you help people and all this other stuff. And I'm like, you know what? And so my wife and I talked about it. We did. And so Story Church is – we're in Virginia Beach now. And if you're not from Virginia Beach, Virginia Beach is home to – um a very, very large concentration of military, predominantly Navy. Um, and and there's, uh, you know, SOF or special forces guys here. There's some air force on the other side of the tunnel, but there's a large concentration of Navy and the local community likes to care for the Navy. But as Story Church will tell you, we believe that your story is important, that we were all created by the person who's the author of our story. And, you know, God has this big story plan for us and we often try to live outside of his purpose in us and his story and the way he, where, where he wants us to go. What we tell people is we try to live life like a submarine when he really made us as an aircraft carrier. And so we can live life saying dive, dive, dive. That aircraft carrier is not going to dive below the surface of the water. It might go underwater, but it's going to sink. And so we care for the local community. The military community is here. There's a lot of, um, if you're in a military family or relationship, you know that there's a lot of loneliness. And a lot of sense of not belonging because you have one spouse the other is detached and who's caring for someone back home. And so we really just want to be here to show people to love people like Jesus and just to be a part of the community and care for the local military, How whatever that looks like.
1: Wow. That's freaking amazing. <laughs> and
2: one of the big bridge builders is it's a way for us to connect with people who really say, I'm not Christian or I don't really like the church. I don't really know this Jesus you speak of. So it's a good way for yes. us to create collective overlap and say, look, we're just here to, we're here to love on the military. And we found that even people that aren't quote unquote Christians or followers of Jesus, they're mm-hmm. like, we still want to get behind you and support that. So last year we had this big outreach event where we formed this huge obstacle course. It was designed by Naval Special Warfare. And we did the whole thing to raise money for an organization called In 22 which exists to raise awareness for the 22 milita- active duty and vets that commit suicide every day. And so we raised $5,000 as a very, very young team of people, um, small. And we're in the community and the people were like, we've never seen anything like this. Nobody's doing this. What's different about you guys? And we're like, we just care. We're not doing anything different. We're just doing what what the word says. And we raised money to donate to this group here in town that does hyperbaric therapy to combat TBI wow. and PTSD and, Um, therapy so
1: you said we just care and I got like the biggest wave of goosebumps and stuff wow we really just care
0: there's so much that's all you have to do is just care a little bit Mm -hmm. you don't have to be able to throw a million dollars at a problem you don't have to be able to solve all of the world's problems all at once just Mm -hmm. a tiny little bit Of caring and nurturing and a little bit of love. And, you know, for a group of people, my husband is a Vietnam veteran. Mm -hmm. So obviously our story is um, like so many others. It's a story of, I came home and, you know, there were, Not any nice words for me when I came home and there weren't any, you know, when you're spit on, when you get off the plane and just all kinds of, you know, you know, we all know, we've all heard the stories of the Vietnam veterans. So just imagine what one kind word does, you know. Never mind a, a whole event where you're actually raising money to help. It's amazing. That's fabulous.
2: And it's not just that. We're hooked up with a couple of other organizations too, doing some things. We just want to know that we want people to know that, look, we're here. We're in the community. We care and we're real. And so we have, uh, we've set up a stuff called Red Groups, uh, which is remember everyone deployed. And so we'll, right. we've sent care packages out to several of the aircraft carriers that have been out. Um, just, we've gotten, names of people that are on the ships and we'll package up, you know, 12, 15, 16 boxes at a time, which in each box is enough for a number of people on the ship and send out, you know, things that they need, uh, good socks, t-shirts, the really good candy, not crappy candy, like really good candy, you know, um, <laughs> just movies and in their connect cards for story church. And so they may never even met, they may never even meet us, but they'll know that, man, these people with this small church, they like, they really, they, they care. And it's not about us. It's just about being, you know, being on mission in the community and loving people the way we're loved wow. and and just letting people know that we're here, we care, and we're for you. And also caring for families. If a family has someone that's deployed, not only are we gonna care for that person and pray for that person that's away, but if you need help, we're here to help you too. So
1: wow. I feel very yeah. emotional right now. It's um, been <laughs> it's been interesting with
2: COVID, but we've been able to kind of adapt and pivot and navigate uh and navigate through it well. Um, but it's really interesting. And for me, even though I've always struggled with not being able to go in the military, I think that's, I have to believe this is why God didn't let me go in the military then, that I'm positioned wow. here yes, to do absolutely. this. One, because all of the other things that I do with technology, I'm getting to put to work. Like I love marketing with the meaning and relational marketing. And I'm getting to put, even through COVID, getting to put a lot of those skills to work through. With how we were able to adapt and still meet, you know, during during COVID. So, yeah, that story, church.
0: That's been that's I love that. I know, right? I want to go to church with you guys now. That's awesome. Um, and you know what you mentioned about pivoting, and a lot of us have had to do that over the last eight mm-hmm. or nine months. You know, mm-hmm. I. I I talk about it all the time. I opened my company in August of 2019. I took my first order in October of 2019. And I had a pandemic in March of 2020. So
2: Everyone had a 2020 vision that did not go as planned.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) you know, we could sit around and cry about it and we could say, oh, poor me. Um, But we don't. We have to say, okay, so what do I do? How do I fix it? How do I work within that? And that's what Jonathan's really good at. So yeah. if you, <laughs> I will say that when I when I had my conversation with you this morning, I was like so excited when I went out to talk to my husband. I was like, oh my gosh, now I know how to do this and I know how to do that. And I, <laughs> you know, I had three pages of notes and all of that. So if you are looking for somebody to help you with your company and you know you're working within a tight budget, it was great that. I got professional help, and it didn't have to cost me a fortune. Um, so big fat shout out to you guys for that.
2: Well, well, thank you.
0: And the, the whole pivoting thing is, it's easier for some companies than it is for other companies. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes a big difference to those of us that are running those companies that really depended on, you know, I mean, I, I'm a promotional products company, I wanted to you know i work with companies that are going to events and they're doing special things and you know so when all of that goes away it's like okay well now what do i do you know so i've been able to adjust a little bit and, you know, it's not what I had intended, but like you said, nobody in 2020 is, getting, you know, getting what they intended. Yeah. Some were able to, to do that a little bit easier than other companies. So it is really great to have somebody that you can reach out to that can help you with those kind of things. It's okay not to know what to do. It's just not okay not to ask for help when you don't know mm-hmm. what to do. Yeah. And I think,
2: I think that's a big one. I, I think with this year in particular, especially when it came to businesses trying to figure out where to go because all of a sudden you have this big fear of like all of my incomes in going to dry up and mm. oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And I think the ones that adapted well are the ones that realized, wait, why I'm doing what I'm doing hasn't changed. What I'm doing looks a little different. How I'm delivering it, that's what's changed. And if you flip the lens from transactional to relational, and realize that yes. I, can still, I can still put my products in front of people. I can still get my message in front of people to build relationships and generate revenue. But it's going to look a little bit different. And so that means switching up from playing the scale game very short to the long game and saying, mm-hmm. okay, how can I, instead of looking at everyone as a lead in a transactional sale, how can I flip that and look at them as a relationship to build? Yeah. To then create a devoted fan of my brand to where I may give someone something away for free right now. They may not come back and pay for it. But if I give them enough value, they may go tell three or four other people that then come back and say, hey, I need that. And so those are the businesses that I think have pivoted well and will continue to do so because like it or not, COVID is not going to go away. And even once it's gone, I think the business model and the outlook of business has totally changed forever. Yeah,
0: no doubt about that. No doubt about that. You have to be willing to change and Mm -hmm. adjust. And, you know, like I said, if you don't know what to do, then you got to find somebody that can help you do it. Yeah, don't
2: get wrapped up in the success game. And that's another one that I saw people chasing. Like, man, I have all these things I want to hit and I've got to be successful. Well, unpopular opinion is success is really just a false summit. You know, Mm -hmm. there's things that you have no control over that are going to change. And unless you keep your head on a swivel and understand those things that are changing and know how to adapt to them, and then you'll get to that place where you're like, I finally gotten to the peak of the success mountain. Then you'll look and realize, oh, there's another one that's taller and gnarlier right behind it. Now I got to get there. And what that's yeah. going to require is then saying, all right, how am I going to grow some more? What are the tools that I need to change? What are the, what's the technology that I need to implement? Who, what are the relationships I need to build? And so that's all changing. The relational components becoming even bigger as we look in towards next year.
0: And yes, another big one or big thing for me. And I think for a lot of business owners is not to compare your level of success with somebody else's level of success, because what is success to you is not the same as what is, you know, there's a lot of my friends right now who are super busy, have no time to do anything because they have got so much business. They do not know what to do with it. And then there's others of my friends like myself, that are much slower, that don't see the progression in their business the way they had hoped. And, you know, quite frankly, have struggled a little bit through this all. But I'm still here. The lights are still on, baby. (laughs) They're still on. You know, there's still power. So we're still moving forward. So I think that's a big thing, too, is just And I'm sure Jonathan's going to agree. You don't compare your success to other people's success.
2: No, the comparison mentality will eat you for lunch. Um, Yes. What I will tell you is that it's good to look at what other people in your niche are doing. Mm -hmm. Analyze what they're doing. That's called social listening and social observation. Watch what they're doing, but you have got to have a firm pathway where you're going to go. I'm always looking ahead to where I want to be six months to a year from now. And then I'll back up. What does this look like in a year? What does it look like? Six months three months, a month, and then next week, all the way down to the day, the -hmm. incremental steps to go back to atomic habits, own that and live in it. And then when you look to these other organizations, you can see, well, they're doing this and you can take what they're doing and adapt it to your plan to help you along the way. But don't just compare because you're not seeing what's below the surface of the water. All you're seeing is the tip of their iceberg. You don't know, what they're spending on paid advertising you don't know what their strategy is you don't know there's a lot of variables that you just don't know of that when you compare Mm. what you're doing to what they're doing it'll just eat you for lunch it'll make you frustrated and you'll think well i'm failing
1: ashley and i talk yeah we talk
0: about it all the time
1: you can't compare your chapter two to somebody's chapter 47 because you have no idea what their other 46 chapters look like there's no way you're gonna (laughs) like you said it's gonna eat you up and you're gonna want to quit and there's
0: no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, instead of looking at somebody else's success with those green eyes of envy, that you look at their success and say, okay, what are they doing that I can adjust myself to that I can find will work for me? Mm-hmm. And yes. that has been huge for me too. Like I said, with several of you know my friends that are business owners to look at what they have done and say, oh, that's a really great idea. I bet I could adjust something like that to work for myself. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to to do that. Um, so that's, we talk about that all the time. That's my Zig You've got to
2: develop a habit for reverse engineering. Look at what everyone else is doing. Pay attention to it. I, like I use the example of, of um, standing in a room with a thousand other people and they're all dressed just alike. You're all, you know, look alike, dressed alike. You're talking alike. But what are you going to do? that's going to make the person with the spotlight in the room shine it on you and say, there's something different about that person. And you figure that out by watching what other people are doing and saying, huh, they're not doing this, but I'm positioned to do specifically this in the digital marketplace. So that's how I can reverse engineer that and and adapt it to my strategy to then go forward. Right.
0: Mm -hmm. A little bit of creativity. A little bit of creativity. And,
2: And there's a lot of work there. So don't ever lose sight of when you see what someone else is doing, you don't know what years they've spent identifying like they know their target inside and out and they're reaching specific people in a way that you're not going to reach them and that gives peace of mind when you're developing a plan to going forward you are going to reach a specific group of people with a specific message about a specific product service or cause and it's uncomfortable to think that there's some people that aren't going to benefit from that so the natural result is to say my target is 18 to 65 male and female living and breathing <laughs>
0: We talked and, about
2: this this morning, and yes. That's, and that's going to stink you. And it's uncomfortable to think that. But when you realize, you know what, I'm called and what I'm skilled at is to reach small businesses, nonprofits, and mm-hmm. church ministries who are operating under a threshold of this many dollars, but all have similar pain points of how do I engage the digital space, then you can position that's my niche. Those are the people I'm going after. Those are the people I wanna build relationships with. Whether it's promotional products, whether it's coffee, you know, whatever it is, own who you're gonna reach. Aim small, miss small. Aim big, you'll miss big.
1: Nice, I like that. So you are also co-author of High Touch Marketing. I how did. your small business, nonprofit, or ministry can stand out in the digital space. And just seeing that, I felt like it was important to share because especially this year, Everything went digital. So it did. I just wanted to throw that out there. So uh, whoever's listening may want to pick that up. Shameless
2: plug. Shameless plug. It's an easy read and it's a strategy that will guide you through some basic principles if you're looking to gain some traction in the digital space. And what I mean by digital space is some people are like, what does he mean by that? For years and years and years, the marketplace was brick and mortar. It's yes. Where most businesses have done. It's been transitioning more and more. But when you hear me use the word digital space or digital marketplace, it means an extension of the marketplace, which is now well on the other sides of our screens. And 2020 thrust us into a place where that was the predominant way we've done business.
1: Yep. Yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people got uncomfortable with the social medias this year, yeah, but you,
0: you had to do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys know I when I first started my company, I was like, I don't need a Facebook page. God, nobody goes on Facebook for business.
2: <laughs> hey dude, and, it, and it's shifting. It's always shifting. And and so it's why it's important to learn. Yes. And but I will say this be very cautious when you go to Google. If you Google how do I use Facebook, you're gonna be it'll come back with a billion different search results in a minute of of how you know each individual person says to use it. So don't try all the things. Pick one thing and just take consistent steps.
1: Consistency. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a cuss word, but it's a good word. We,
2: we say <laughs> we say consistency yields credibility, which yields trust.
0: Ooh. Okay. So if you do things the same all the time, people know that that's what you do. Mm-hmm which is going to make them trust you because that's what you do. For example, if
2: you commit to using a social media platform, when you commit to using it, don't overcommit don't say, I'm going to post three times a day, seven days a week, commit to posting once a day, five days a week. Right. And then add more on there. If you commit to saying, I'm going to be here three, four times a day, then you can't show up. People are going to leave and go somewhere else because when they follow you, they've given you permission to loiter on their digital real estate. And so when they say, yeah, I'll follow you, they expect you to show up.
1: Yeah. that is so true. That mm-hmm. is so, so true. I say i sorry. I say a consistency over time times a little bit of faith
2: mm-hmm.
0: equals big, big gains. Mm -hmm. so i'm planning to go kidnap jonathan so for real if if anybody's looking for him don't worry don't worry he's okay (laughs) i'll take good care of him i told him this morning i'm like so when are you coming over because i can cook if you can just come fix all this for me (laughs) we will make you a buffet
1: of every kind of taco and it'll be fine i no
0: kidding right i can do tacos that's easy
2: (laughs) yeah i I have the joke that i think tacos are like a handheld culinary adventure
0: <laughs> I
1: like that. Yeah, yeah, they it really are. is. I mean, they like I've are. had.
2: There's a place that I love in Colorado that's outside of a, a microbrew, and they have uh, like craft tacos. And so there is a difference between street uh, tacos and craft tacos. But these are like yeah. the guy there is is phenomenal. I've had like Thai tacos that were unbelievable.
1: Dude, Thai tacos. That sounded like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) My words are gone. Just my stomach was
0: like, Thai tacos.
2: I have no words. Yeah. Really good. It sounds amazing. Tastes even better.
0: Wow. Nice. Nice. But check that out. Mm-hmm. All right. Road trip. We're going to Virginia. Uh, this is actually we're going in Colorado. To Colorado, so Colorado. Yeah. Oh, we're in going. Colorado. Oh, oh let go. We're going to be hungry long before then. Although this yeah. is a beautiful time of year to go to Colorado. So It is. Uh,
2: every time of I've year is a beautiful been. time to go there.
0: Yeah. My daughter went there for her birthday a couple years ago. She went to Breckenridge and stayed okay. with friends. So, yeah, it's beautiful nice. out there for sure. Shout out been. to Colorado. It's on the list. I like there it. You go. I like it a lot. So now, as a as a dog lover, I would be <laughs> remiss if I didn't mention that you also have two Labrador Retrievers I and do. two mini cats. I do want to know all of it.
1: Want to know
2: <laughs> something really funny about the uh, about the Labrador Retrievers? Yes, I uh, I've done some dog showing in the past.
1: Ooh, like you know, like
2: you dress up in the suit and you run around the dog show. And you,
1: yes, yeah, this guy. <laughs> That's- Awesome. Yeah, one he of the.
2: I haven't done it in a while. My um, my mother-in-law, um, she breeds and shows labs out in Texas, and so we uh, when we lived in Mississippi for a while, uh, my wife went to Ole Miss, and so when we were in Mississippi for a while, yes. we did uh, we went all over doing dog showing. So, I love. It's it. fun. I I enjoyed it. It's different. It's exercise. Especially if you're like me yeah. and you know running around and it's like it's already hot and you're wearing a suit with dress shoes. Yeah.
0: Sounds like a blast. Yes. (laughs) Sounds like a good time. Yeah.
2: But yeah, we love our dogs. They're great. We treat them like people. Um, We talk to them like they're people.
1: Yes.
2: Which surprisingly, people think you're weird for doing that. I think it's totally normal.
1: Dog people. I feel like don't think, I I feel like we think that's normal. Is that a thing? Uh, Yeah. At least here it is. Dog (laughs) culture.
0: For sure yeah for sure yes Just,
2: we've been out in public it's, and people were like why do you talk to your dogs like that i'm like why don't you talk to your dogs like that yeah no
0: know, it's, right? it's like, weird if you don't you? talk to your dog yeah listen i don't know if you can see on the couch behind me but there's my little guy right there yep my forever I'll... friend yeah he's always with me <laughs> yeah
2: and they have they have wildly different personalities our our one dog is not a morning person Um, And I'm very much a morning person. So one of them is, and he'll get up with me. The other one will then jump in the bed with my wife and flip upside down and not want to get up. So it's funny how their personalities are different. And the one thinks like every day is the best day ever. And so he's like, yes, it could be raining and thunderstorming outside. And he's like, yes, I'm awake. I'm like, you have a very great (laughs) outlook. I love
0: that. If you could bottle that, right? Wouldn't that be fabulous? The
2: world would be a much better place.
1: Be so positive. No Rainbows and sunshine <laughs> everywhere.
0: No doubt. Yeah. I tell I my it. husband all the time that you know, if I ever get the chance to come back after I'm gone, I want to come back as one of our dogs.
1: They <laughs> they
0: haven't made in the shade in there. Let me tell you, they are yeah. they got it good for sure. Yeah. And they yeah. should because they give unconditional love. So there mm-hmm. you go. My guy's so I knocked
1: ha- out on his spot down there, like usual yeah. under the desk, <laughs> just
0: out. We love our puppies around here for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. So, Jonathan, you do a lot of stuff, and I really thank you so much for coming on and talking with us today. Because, wow.
2: Well, I wow, I, I enjoyed doing it, and like I said, any of the listeners, watchers, wherever they exist, um, our company, High Touch Marketing, we we really care about helping people take consistent next steps. You know, you don't need confusing strategies and big budgets to make gains in the digital space to increase, you know, the number of people that see you, there's a way to do it. We don't claim it's the only way we just have to be really good at this way because we're practitioners. We've used it.
1: Yeah.
2: And, and we'd love to help people what we say, connect their message with more eyes, ears and hearts. So.
0: And be on the lookout for the podcast that is this week.
2: It is coming. It'll come this week. Um, if you want to, if you want more information, this is what I would suggest people do: if you head to uh, Facebook and just follow along with High Touch Marketing, or if you go to marketingmonthly.info forward slash HTM and fill the little form out, you'll be uh, you'll be up to date as soon as it drops, and there may even be some um, freebie stuff in there for you too. But uh, the Everyday Marketer podcast, super practical, short episodes. Each one is designed to help you actually make some progress with marketing your brand if you do what's in the episode super simple
1: i love that so much Mm -hmm. i love it a lot and we will check it out for sure I definitely have like all the podcasts and all the books and all the things that he does written down.
2: <laughs> Again, don't overwhelm like yourself with all the things.
0: You know, <laughs> just pick one.
2: Just pick one.
0: Just pick um, a thing. We can't do all the me. things. <laughs> I know, Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, we talked Obviously. about the 90,
2: 10 principle this morning. So when it comes yes. to even consuming content, like 90, 10, pick 10% of it should be stuff that you just dabble in and just, you know, Hey, I want to try that out. Some Then the 90% of mm. the few things that you're like, this is really in my jam right now. I
1: love that, and Mm -hmm. I want to just—I want to touch back on the on the church uh, serving military stuff Mm -hmm. because I uh, am big on music ministry. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I founded and own and run AV uh, Worship Ministry.
0: Nice.
1: So if ever you find, uh, thank you. (laughs) If ever you find the need to do maybe some virtual worship, Mm -hmm. that would be a lot of fun for me, and I would especially love to. have that out there for uh, military families.
2: Yes, you can track like along with Story Church right over. Uh, he just was on Facebook, storychurch.live, right on Facebook. Oh, um, sure. Another thing is if any of your folks are interested, we did a because uh, I'm also big in the leadership world. Um, I, I love you know healthy leadership. Stay Forth Designs, we put out a online summit earlier this year, uh, but well, actually back in October, not earlier this year. Everything seems really far away, even though it only happens <laughs> like. Uh, called Healthy Leaders Summit. And we brought together 40 leadership practitioners um, who donated their time to over four days to speak on different topics. Um, and all of the funds went to Compassion International um, to sponsor yes. their... Yeah, 100% I of the funds.
1: Too.
2: We uh, We partnered with them. Um, and Love 100% it. of the funds went to Compassion. They did some talks over the summit. And it's over, but you can... Uh, Later this week, there's an all-access pass that you can get, and we're still donating half the funds of it to Compassion, and that is going to go on sale this week with bonus content. Later in the week, you can access all four days of content. We spoke on um, healthy leadership principles, emotional and physical health, um, racial reconciliation, and uh, social justice, so both all different topics. 40 talks over four days, and you can access all the content if you just go to HealthyLeadersSummit.com. So that's
1: so much. Yeah, that was a lot of
2: fun. Um, that was a lot of fun. We really cared for health of leaders and we know that whether you're a business owner, ministry leader, nonprofit leader, there is a huge wave of burnout that's coming. Mm. And on the backside of everything we've been through this year, between elections. And we really wanted to create a space for people to come and not just consume more online content. So we really turned it into an experience. There's like encouragement videos. Um, the beginning of each day has some worship, um, uh, just encouragement, worship, opening notes, and really good stuff. So, I would encourage anyone who's looking to kind of grow and want to make next steps heading to twenty twenty one. That is a great resource that's out there.
0: That is a great resource, and you know something the the burnout thing is that's a real thing. It is that's a real thing, y'all. It is. So many of us are now working at home where we were used to working at I mean, Ashley and I have both been in home for a little while now, Mm -hmm. but I even find myself working so many more hours than I ever had before. And yeah, you get kind of burned out. Like you're, you're just tired. You're just like you're working, but you don't even really feel like you're getting anything done because you're just not, you're just, You're tired. You're moving too much
2: and doing too much. Try it with twins. It's not fun. So I helped our team design this guy. It's the the journal that I use. I forgot Um, about
0: this, Ashley. I was going to tell you about this too. It's the journal.
2: It's the journal that I use. Um, And if you're like me and you don't like planners that break your day down by hour to hour to hour, um, this guy is really cool. It gives you enough structure to guide your day and enough freedom to be able to be creative and take notes. It's really designed for the entrepreneurial creative, the right brain creative who needs some of the left brain structure. Um, The difference in this is each day has a purpose and it breaks your day down into morning, afternoon, and night. So, and the one big thing you want to get done each day. So for everyone who's working from home, who has lost the structure of work hours and starting your day and ending your day, this is a solid, solid, solid tool. Um, We spent over a year designing this and it has changed A ton of people's lives. So if you want to know more about that, write setupjournal.com. I
0: was just (laughs) going to say, how do we get it, Jonathan? How do we get
2: it? I'll message you the links. It's on sale right now. It's 20% off um, through the the, while supplies last. And when you purchase one, you gain access to a community that we built around it where there's tons of other leaders that are in it in different spaces that will talking through how they're using it, how they're growing. our team of coaches jump in and talk and share from time to time. So it's a really cool resource. And if you're someone who has found yourself working from home and working more, um, it's a great tool to implement the rhythms that are in there. It's designed to help you create margin in space.
1: I love me some journals. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so when you said that, I figured We will be share.
0: getting that one for um, sure.
2: And it's a quarterly journal. So it takes you through 90 days. And then Uh, it'll remind you to order a new one. And so you can track along throughout the year and see all the progress you've made. It's full of quotes, (laughs) questions, scribble pages, um, all kinds of stuff in there.
0: I like that. Um, And didn't you say also that it had... Everything I need. (laughs) I know, right? I told you, doesn't it have like a daily inspirational quote or something? Yeah, it does. So there's,
2: um, there is, let me flip to the page. It's going to be backwards, but, uh, in there, it's going to ask you, it'll give you quotes on this side and then questions about the quote. Um, every Thursday there's a set of questions. Like you've got blank scribble pages. Um, there's a weekly recap, a weekly forecast, uh, each day, it'll ask you what's the one big thing you have to get done that day, um, what's going to be your rest day throughout the week, um, and it encourages you. And at the beginning of it, it helps you set up rhythms and week, daily, weekly, quarterly, monthly, and yearly goals and how to process through them. So we were we spent a year looking at other journals, looking at questions from people that we were coaching and taking all of it and distilling it all down into what became the Right Side Up Journal.
0: And you don't get just the journal; you get that community too. So you get you the community.
2: That- Comes with the community. Um, we encourage you to track along with the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast, which all of it is all of it is is one brand within a brand underneath the Stay Forth Designs, and it's a probably what I would say is the most practical leadership tool to help you make consistent strides towards leading healthily and help putting healthy rhythms into your life, whether you're the business leader, whether you're the ministry leader, whether you're the nonprofit leader, whether you're minute, whether you're just leading at home, whether you're just a family and you're like, eh, you know, um, so many All different of types above. of people are using it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or if you know somebody that might benefit from having the journal, feel free to go buy them a Christmas present. Yeah. If You know Seriously. somebody who might benefit. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I almost passed out listening to everything. that's
2: in my <laughs> It's, it it's designed for the right brain creative who also yeah. needs like yeah. left brain structure but doesn't like a lot of structure. Like me personally, I hated I hated the hourly planners. I like being able to say this is what I'm gonna do in the morning, afternoon, night. Each day has a purpose and it's simple. Ten minutes a day is all it takes to fill it out.
1: Oh my God. You found your target audience. Hi, I'm Ashley B and I'm <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, feel free if you head over to right Side up, right if you go to right you'll see a button right in the middle of the page for the journal and it'll take Boom. you right to where you can see all about it.
1: We're okay. going to have a lot of links for our listeners. Yeah. Uh, would it be easy for me links.
2: do you have them all? Would it be easy for me just to message you links to the various things?
1: Please do because I certainly want them for myself as well as everybody uh listening.
0: Yeah, Go so ahead. we'll no, we'll do that. Absolutely we'll post all the links so you guys can um anything that we've talked about today will Jonathan will send us the link. So we have everything there for you. If you're interested in talking with him and getting some help for your business, Mm -hmm. I would highly encourage you to do so. I did it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No jump on a 30 minute call, whether you choose to move beyond there. uh, If you've got questions, reach out. I'll make sure that uh, these nice ladies have my contact information, but you can follow along with high touch marketing on Facebook. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, Um, shoot me a friend request on Facebook. You know, I, uh, I enjoy connecting with people. If you have questions, I want to answer them. Um, 30 minutes is not going to be a sales pitch. You will need a value to take at least one next step. And if I think that I can add value beyond there, I'll recommend it to you. If not, no pressure.
0: Boom. There you go. There you go. Well worth the cost of what is the, the expression Well, worth the con. I don't know the expression. Never mind. We're moving on from that. We'll
2: just let that one go.
0: There was an old expression that was trying to come out and it's it's gone, so we'll just forget it. (laughs) Just moving on. I makeshift motivation. It's like motivation only makeshift. Sort of. Yeah. So this episode has not been makeshift anything because this is the real deal you guys. This is the real so deal. So
1: much so much excellence just happened. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: so really much, Jonathan. yeah, Jonathan, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us and um like i said everybody we're gonna post all the links for everybody so you will get them we're gonna go because ashley and i are gonna go order our journals now you think we're playing (laughs) (laughs) no i already have it typed in up top so i'm going (laughs) (laughs) No, as always everybody thank you for listening to us we appreciate it and we'll be back next week with some more makeshift motivation bye everybody Mm -hmm.